ChatGPT is back big time. Bird is getting delisted. Calm and Headspace are on a decline and more. It's Monday and this is a brand new episode of This Week in Apps with me, Ariel from App Figures. The rise of micromobility or scooter rentals, as most call them, has been a fascinating trend to observe over the years. What started as a fun experiment turned into both a huge opportunity and serious chaos. Last week, Bird, one of the largest scooter rental companies in the world, announced it's being delisted from the New York Stock Exchange because its market cap is too low, possibly ending the journey from micromobility. To use Bird, you must download its mobile app, so let's look at the journey in terms of demand, and by that I mean downloads, all the way back in 2018, which feels like a lifetime ago. Bird kicked off what would go on to be a very solid year with just 33,000 downloads in January, according to our estimates. But by October, Bird started taking off, haha, and downloads rose to 976,000 in the month. But a strong opposition from many cities made it hard for Bird and its rivals to grow. New York never allowed scooter rentals to take off. 2019 was a fairly similar year in terms of growth, except the yearly peak came during the summer with 982,000 downloads in July and no spike in October. Downloads grew as Bird expanded internationally, but then came COVID and shut down pretty much every outdoor activity. And people didn't need to move around as much, bringing Bird's downloads to just 33,000 in April of 2020. By August, Bird managed to recover a bit, with downloads climbing up to 716,000, and 2021 looked promising. Demand managed to recover and actually grow as scooters became a safe alternative to public transportation, and lockdowns were starting to ease. Downloads in August of 2021 rose to 1.1 million, finally in the millions. Even though Bird had millions of downloads, it was still struggling to catch real growth. 2022 was pretty much the same story. A few more downloads in August, but nothing to write home about. That brings us to 2023, and downloads are not doing so well at all. Instead of growing, if only by a little, August was smaller than all previous summers at just 679,000, according to our estimates. Since 2018, Bird has seen 36 million downloads globally, with 58% of those coming from the US, which isn't a small number, but cities banning scooter rentals is a hard force to battle, and ultimately, Bird lost. There's only so long a company can go without growing before it fails. I wonder what would have happened if companies like Bird came up with a better way to tackle the mess scooters created before throwing them into cities just like that. Now, we're going from bad to good with this next one. ChatGPT has been growing like wildfire. So fast that last month, its parent OpenAI had to pause taking new paid subscribers, citing scaling issues. I think that's a good problem to have. The result was an immediate stop to revenue growth and, thanks to churn, a massive drop in revenue. Well, Sam managed to find more GPUs and ChatGPT is now taking on new paying subscribers. Which is good because at their churn rate, revenue didn't look so great. They lost about $5 million. Let's have a look at what new paying subscribers mean for the bottom line. It means a lot, of course, a lot of money. In fact, re-enabling subscriptions has led ChatGPT to its highest single day revenue ever. According to our estimates, ChatGPT brought in $297,000 of net revenue, but OpenAI gets to keep after Apple and Google take their fees last Wednesday, the day subscriptions reopened. That's a 31% increase over the previous day. But that was just a warm-up. On Thursday, daily net revenue jumped to a whopping $411,000, almost a half a million dollars, the most ChatGPT ever made in a single day, beating the previous single-day high by 28%. The comeback isn't surprising, but it's great to see. While growth looks great, ChatGPT has many hurdles ahead of it. 
everyone seems to be releasing an LLM these days. And don't forget the massive churn OpenAI will have to address somehow. I talked about its churn in a previous episode that I will link to in the description. None of this is bad. It's just interesting to watch. Before we move on, if you like this episode so far, please take a moment to show me by giving it a like. Okay, moving on. We're well into December, which means it's time to rank the most downloaded apps in the world in November. Downloads are down a bit. The usual suspects are still dominating and ChatGPT cracked the top 10 for the first time ever. Woohoo! Those were the highlights. Let's get to the details. TikTok was the most downloaded app in the world in November. It led the chart with 49 million downloads from the App Store and Google Play, according to our estimates. It was also the most downloaded app in the App Store with a clear margin. Instagram was almost the most downloaded app in the world with 49 million downloads from the App Store and Google Play. Those two numbers are rounded when we look at the raw numbers, TikTok had just a small edge. Although Instagram led the chart on Google Play where TikTok is third, it wasn't enough to take on TikTok and threads is nowhere to be seen. Facebook, WhatsApp, and Telegram round out the top five. I'm a bit surprised that Timu didn't rise in November and that Shein didn't even make the list. Both had a very promising October. My only guess here is that it was cheaper to run ads before Black Friday, so they both spent the majority of their ad budgets in October and then used in-app messaging to turn those downloaders into shoppers. What do you think? Let me know in the comments. ChatGPT finally cracked the top 10 most downloaded apps in the world, coming in 10th in November with 19 million estimated downloads. While it made its way into the App Store chart a few times since its release back in May, it never made it into the overall list until November. According to our app intelligence, the top 10 most downloaded mobile apps in November generated 313 million downloads globally and across both platforms. This is a slight drop from October, which I didn't really expect, but it's not enough to be concerned. And while we're crunching numbers, a game from China dominated downloads in the App Store in November as hypercasuals are making a comeback. I ranked the most downloaded mobile games in the world in November, and here's what's new. Cyber Surfers was the most downloaded mobile game in the world in November. The incumbent wasn't the most downloaded game in either the App Store or Google Play, but rather ranked fourth and third respectively. Together, it saw 16 million new downloads, according to our estimates, and that gave it the lead. 8-Ball Pool, another oldie but goodie, managed to rise and take the second spot for the first time with 15 million estimated downloads. It also managed to snag the top spot on Google Play. That's nice. Roblox snagged third place with 15 million downloads as well because we're rounding. The raw numbers show it got just a smidge less than 8-Ball Pool. Spider Fighting and Block Blast round out the top five with 13 million downloads each, and it's almost all hyper-casuals from here on down. On the App Store, Rhythm Master, which is a game that's only available in China and has a Chinese name that I cannot pronounce, managed to get more downloads than games available globally and was the most downloaded game on the App Store in November, challenging Monopoly Go. Both saw 4 million downloads from the App Store, according to our estimates. China's App Store continues to grow faster while the government restricts who can publish games there and how, and I totally see this becoming an international problem in the future. According to our app intelligence, the top 10 most downloaded mobile games in the world made their way into 125 million devices in November. A bit up from October, which is nice, but nothing crazy. Let's see what happens in December. And last for this week. Although demand for mental health apps, common headspace has been on the decline since 2020, Revenue wasn't, quite the opposite. 2022 was a massive year of revenue growth for the pair growing revenue by 18% and 15%, respectively. Calm started 2022 with the most revenue the app has ever earned. 
$13 million of net revenue in January. Headspace 2 with $8 million of net revenue, according to our estimates. And in case you forgot, net means what's left after Apple and Google take their fees. Although revenue dropped throughout the year, the two had their best year of revenue to date, adding $94 million and $61 million of net revenue to their bottom lines. But 2023 didn't continue all this amazing growth. Calm's net revenue dropped to $77 million and Headspace's to $49 million with two more weeks to go in December, bringing revenue back to 2021 levels. And looking at downloads, this trend isn't going to stop anytime soon because both apps have seen downloads drop more than 70% since 2020. An onslaught of new competitors, both indie and well-funded, combined with users falling out of love with long-form meditation, has made it really hard for both to scale their direct revenue and instead sent them looking for other avenues for monetization. There's a lesson in here for developers. This year, thousands of meditation apps were released to the App Store and Google Play, and most are struggling to grow. That's a good example of how important it is to analyze the trends of a market before getting into it. Most of those who got into developing a meditation app this year because it was hot in 2022 wasted their time. Don't waste your time. Build smart. And that's all I have for you this week. Make sure to subscribe for more episodes like this one. I'll see you next week.